Silhouette Zero, Episode 2, Allies. Having found himself caught in the middle of an underworld firefight, Chadrafan pilot Khan Klik Kachak finds himself looking for a way off of Hadrian Station. Teaming up with the Jawa Tazi and the Toydarian Jinko, the three half-sized heroes must gain possession of an expensive astromech droid. But can these new allies be trusted? All right, hello, and welcome to Silhouette Zero, Episode 2. I am your GM, Chris Ng, and that's my brother, Matt. Hi. And he's going to be the player. Uh, When we last left off, the Destiny Pool was still set at 4 light side, 3 dark side. Mm -hmm. And uh, to clarify, we roll Force and Destiny for every player character. Or important NPC, so that's why there were four rolled. And last we left off, uh, Click, Jinko, and Tazi were trying to unsuccessfully hack into the station systems. And we used all of our advantages to keep that thing from getting us into trouble. And now they are off to see if they can find someone who knows a little bit more about the station in order to break into... Prints, protocols, and parts. So, you are still on level 2, which is mostly merchant situations. So, if you're going to seek out someone for information, what kind of person are you going to look for? Um, well, since this is a pretty big, major, you know, it's a place people go. Um, I'm going to look for the information booth. <laughs> <laughs> the information booth. Yeah, you know. Okay. Uh, So you wander through the concourse until you find the information droid. There he is. Protocol droid. He's a little bit worse for wear and is missing one of his photoreceptors, the left one to be specific. And he looks down at you and Tazi and up at Jinko. Hello, and welcome to the Hadrian Station information services how may i assist you today hi we're looking to make a delivery to um what was it prints protocols and parts um but this is our first time at the station i'm not exactly sure where i'm supposed to be delivering stuff all right i need you to roll a deception okay and that is going to be against uh, one red. Hooray! Success and an advantage. Uh, yeah, well, he's going to give me, I mean, all the information I need anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want him to, like, actually, like, lead me there physically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, that'll be a little tricky because um, the protocol droid says... Oh my, if that's the case, then you have made a very bad mistake. You cannot deliver through the front concourse. It is against this Hadrian Station regulations. You must... So, uh, he he hits Jinko at that point. See, I told you. All deliveries must be made with the outer airlock of the station directly connected to the shop. Oh, that makes sense. Ugh. Yeah, like they'd want us wheeling in droids through the middle of the grounds, right? Precisely. Hadrian Station likes to pride its concourse on a pristine and shopper-friendly environment. 
Um, can my advantage then be that he gives us the access codes needed to open that? Yeah, uh, continue the lie for me, then. Okay. Well, I mean, how do we get in? Do we knock? <laughs> oh, great. I'm guessing that you can probably figure out how well informed we are at this point. Am I right? The droid looks at you quizzically. And Tazi says, Oh, well, I cannot grant those access codes, but I can grant you this voucher, and you can take this to station control. They will be happy to give you a new set of access codes for the section. And so he gives you this um, chip that verifies what you want to do and that, uh, you know, to help you speed along. So essentially, it would be the equivalent of giving you a blue to whatever negotiation, if you decide to go to station control to try to negotiate that. Okay. One advantage I don't think is enough to get you the whole code. No, I get you. So you step back away from the droid a little bit. So you want to try to go through the outer iron lock? That's possible. Well, I'm kind of new at this whole game that we're playing. You tell me. Is it easier for you to go in through the blast door with security droids or through an airlock outside the, the delivery port. Both have problems. Right. Okay. How many of you are okay with zero G? Let me ask that first. Uh, so they, they think about this for a second. I mean, I'm okay. We do have environmental suits back on a ship. We probably could make our way over to the airlock and then disengage our way in. Yes. And it would probably put us in the storeroom. That would give us more of an advantage when trying to sneak past whatever security is available. We also may not even have to wait for the owner to be asleep. He seems to be very vigilant in the front here. Right. So, let's do this then. That's what you're saying? To... Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to try this outside part. Okay. Because it just sounds cool. Okay. So, you head back to the turbo lift. And you make your way to Docking Bay 5. You notice that on the lift there are 10 Docking Bays available. Um, Docking Bay 5 opens up and you see for the first time their ship. Their ship is a battered down crimson red, a YV-929 armored Karelian transport. Huh. When are we stuck with that thing? That is our ship. It is you who is stuck with it. You. (laughs) Gotcha. Piece of cake. I can fly anything. Like I said, get us that astromech, and I'll just glide us on out of here completely smooth. So um, they walk up. Tazi inputs some commands into the rear of the ship. The ship opens up. Standing there is a PK series worker droid. And this is also a Silhouette Zero worker droid. So it's very short. It's made out of a rust brown colored metal. And also about the same size as the rest of us. Yeah. It's kind of wa- wandering around in a circle. <laughs> Flam Flam, what are you doing? Things can't be that bad. The worker droid seems to be a pretty calm about the whole situation. Flam <laughs> Flam, report. Uh, the, the droid does not stop. Flam Flam. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Tazi walks over and pushes some keys on 
on the back of a <laughs> droid, and it stops walking around in a circle. This is Flim Flam. He's my droid. Where's his restraining bolt? He is too stupid to need a restraining bolt. Hey! <laughs> if you put a restraining bolt on him, it would improve his intelligence. Come on! <laughs> what? It's a stupid droid. You can barely order it with your voice. Look, as much fun as I'm having making fun of this droid, is there somewhere I can stash my duffel here? Oh, uh, yeah, put it over there. It is a cargo ship. Well, I didn't want to leave it with any of your cargo and have it taken off the ship. Uh, as you say, with any of your cargo, you notice there is no cargo in this ship. By the way, um, I don't know if you guys overheard what happened at the meeting today, but there was talks about us having the stuff. You know, the implied stuff. Now, are we smuggling air from, like, one planet to another? Is there a certain smell that people like? Because I'm looking around here, I see nothing. Uh, roll perception against uh, two purple and then three purple. Okay, first we'll do the one against two. Uh, fail. And a threat. Oh, th- just the threat. It's no success, though. Uh, and then three... Uh, a failure and a threat. Perfect. Okay. Um, they both stare blankly at you. You can pick up nothing about their reaction to what you're saying. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm just going to leave my stuff over here and hope I don't crush anything important. And then we can go suit up and do a little spacewalk. Yeah? Everyone seem okay with this? I think it's a good idea. <laughs> Tazi walks over to one of the con- uh, storage compartments. We've never actually used the environment suits here. Let's just, uh... Current clunk. Oh. Uh, oh. What? Well, we have them. Uh, good. And they are very clearly made for human-sized people. <laughs> awesome. Right. Okay. Look, it just needs to be sealed, right? <laughs> You're going to go out in that thing flopping your hands around like a moron? No, no, no. I'm going to put my hands at the very end, and my shoulders are going to flap around, okay? <laughs> no, no, I, I think I could, I could probably jury-rig this. With, and if you don't jury-rig it correctly, he will die in the vacuum of space. Excellent idea. No drawbacks. Um, I was under the impression that the master thief here would be accompanying me. Yes. Or do you suddenly think that I'm a better thief than you now? I am not sure I am comfortable with you adjusting the environmental suits on the fly, Tazi. This is not your specialty. Everything's my specialty. Uh, they look at you. What? You want me to give it a shot? I can. I mean, I made this suit, right? No. The point that is crashed. They want to know. Well, okay. So, yeah, your <laughs> options are you can attempt to make a mechanics check to, to change the suit. Tazi can make an attempt to make the mechanics check to change the suit. Or you could just decide, no, let's Flop. just use it as is, because we know it works. Um, I'm going to make an attempt. Don't worry, guys. I got this. And I drag out my duffel bag. <laughs> um, I open it up, and inside is a gleaming, sterling, overly polished set of tools. All made like at specified like sizes for my hands and everything. Uh, Tatsy's eyes cannot get wider, but they do get brighter. um in terms of gameplay these this is a set of custom toolkit 
um, where the owner gains a blue and non-owners gain a black on checks to maintain or repair any item using this equipment. Okay, so um, this is going to be a pretty hard check. So I'm going to go ahead and say it's going to be against difficulty three for hard. Okay. Um, Because you are attempting to take a large environmental suit especially created for this and cobble it together so it'll still be safe for you to use in the vacuum of space. Alright, okay. So, my mechanics is two green and one yellow. And I'm going to add my blue from my specialized toolkit here. And we're going to see what happens. Three success. Alright, so you chop, chop, snip, snip, drill, well, and before you know it, a perfectly sized um environmental suit see is that so bad can you do it again um of course i can and you can have an extra blue because you just did it okay so this should not be a problem uh no two advantages though <laughs> okay uh so uh can i get a re-roll no. <laughs> here's what happens you start to attempt to redo the exact same thing and your advantage is that you notice that this is not the same model of environmental suit as the last one. Wait, wait, wait. This isn't even the same suit. Uh, I don't know. I told you, we haven't used them before. So what? You guys got one every generation? I... Toss it in with the old ones? Or are they are, or are they having their own generational line inside the cabinet by themselves? Uh, I am not comfortable <laughs> with this. I would just prefer to flop around. so they take the the other environmental suit you're wearing yours uh what are you gonna bring with you on the outside of this environmental um well i don't really have a lot uh so i'm gonna bring my blaster and that's it so you're gonna strap the blaster to the outside of the suit okay yeah accessible you make your way over to the docking bay airlock um and uh jinko takes off he has a combat knife and so he takes that off I don't want to puncture it. He also uh, hands Tazi his blasters. I don't want to shoot it. Um, I have a maybe culturally indelicate question. I'm not that comfortable flying through space. I was just asking, um, can you walk? Of course I can walk. Cause, well, I'm just saying because your wings can't, you know, there's no wing spots for the suit. I know. You can't fly. I am aware. <laughs> I was curious. I'm sorry. Uh, so they awkwardly stuff Jinko into this human-sized suit. Uh, you can see his head against the bubble of a thing. His arm, Toydarian arms are already kind of short, and so they're already not going to reach the end of this very well. This is stupid. We should just break into the front door. Too late now. Yeah, especially after I just made this sweet suit. Okay, so um, any kind of other prep... He has put his lockpicking tools on the outside of his um, suit, so he's going to be able to do whatever he needs to do. Is there any other kind of preparations you want to make? Um, I do. We have to. Uh, do we have to call the central people before we go out? No, that was only if you wanted to try to get the access codes. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, we're gonna we're gonna see if we can get in without the access codes. <laughs> Because I'm sure if we use the access codes, that guy will know. Okay, so you go ahead and you depressurize the airlock. Tazi says goodbye. And uh, 
She heads back to the ship. She said she'll be on comms if you need to talk to her about anything. I'm warning you. You kill me, there will be great repercussions. Why would I kill you? Oh, you mean on accident. Just make sure I don't die. Hey, don't worry. We got this. Uh, gravity disengages. Um, now, I'm. if you want the, uh, the suit that you're in to have magnetic boots... If I what? If you want the suit that you just built to have magnetically locked boots, uh, I need you to flip a light side. If not, you can just go. Uh, what would it do normally? Does it have anything, or is it literally just a suit for floating around outside? So, um, yeah. Otherwise, these are just meant to be repair suits if there was damage on the outside of the ship. So it would be extra money to have magnetic locks because you could just, you know, climb and lock your way across. So it depends. If you want to try to float your way to the, the point of the station you need to be, that's going to require coordination checks. Uh, okay. Yeah, we're going to float. Okay. Because I think that's better. <laughs> so you float your way to the outside of the ship and you grab on. There are some handholds and I mean, bars. People do have to go outside the station to like work on it. Right. Going to die out here. I'm going to die out here. Oh come on. You'll be fine. Just hold on to stuff, right? Okay, so you need to make an average coordination check to float to the next safety point here. And Jinko has to do it with a black because he's got his floppy suit. Four success. Jeez, how much agility does he have? Four. Wow. So Jinko has a yellow and a green to coordination, one black. Two advantages. (laughs) So you start to float along. Jinko is doing his best he can in his sealed suit. He starts to drift off, and his advantage is that he has to grab onto you. So now he's grabbing onto <laughs> your shoulders. Don't let go! Don't let go! I don't plan on it. I'm with me. <laughs> <laughs> just, just get back on and hold on to the thing. Okay, so you both pull each other. Um, you struggle to get Jinko back onto the side poles. Let's go back. This is stupid. We'll go the other way. No, no. We're like... We're like almost there. <laughs> okay, roll me a leadership check on uh, two per- uh, Failure and two advantages. Why should I listen to you? You're not even a member of this crew. I'm on a probationary status. <laughs> uh, your advantage is that uh, he goes... He kind of realizes that there's not much else to do but keep going forward. Look, we're already, like, halfway there. You can either spend the same amount of time out here going back to Tazi and telling her that you chickened out, or coming with me the rest of the way, doing your trick and breaking open these doors so that we can get a droid and go home without letting your captain know that you lost all that money. Which of those sounds better? Okay, okay, we'll go. So go ahead and uh, roll another coordination check. Same one. Four on two. Three advantages and a six... Three successes and an advantage. Sorry. Okay. Uh, So mechanically, you got two advantages and you gave a little inspiring speech. So he's going to have a blue. But he also has to have two blacks because he failed his leadership. You failed the leadership check. So he's really freaking out. Uh, So his total dice pool is a yellow, a green, a blue, two blacks, and two purple. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Two successes and an advantage. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to do it. And he shoves himself and lands perfectly on the outer airlock ho- grapple hold uh, for the, the docking airlock. Now remember, Jinko, the faster you slice this open, 
the faster we'll be in artificial gravity again. So just envision that. The gravity on your boots. Um, But this is not a core world. And this is not meant to break people out. So I'm actually just going to make it a hard check for him. The farthest thing from the core as can be. Yeah. So, um, well, let's see. What's his skullduggery? Skullduggery is two yellow and a green. It's it's against three purple because it's hard difficulty. And he has to have a black because... um, Cumbersome suit? Yeah. And I'm going to flip a dark side, actually, to upgrade one of those purples into a red, just for fun. One advantage. Uh. So Jinko breaks open the control panel on the side and starts messing around with the wires. Uh, and they, a big arc of electricity zaps out of the side. Oh! That's the advantage. Uh, the advantage here is that he doesn't lose any tools. I'll let him re-roll it once. Um, okay, I, I think I got that this time. And this time, I'm not. it will not be an upgraded red because I'm not going to flip another dark side for it. Um, I'm going to give actually upgrade his by flipping a light side. Okay, so now he Remember, has three... Remember, gravity on the boots. Envision you are the lock. Just pick that lock. And after we do this, you won't have me hovering here talking to you a lot. <laughs> So he's going to have three yellow against three purple and one black. Failure! Ah, a failure. <laughs> uh, and he focuses really hard and attempts to get the thing open through skullduggery methods, and it's just not going to go. There are too many safety fail-safes. I guess you don't want your airlock accidentally opening when you don't want it to. Um, can I, I attempt to slice it? Sure. So you search your way around for a data port and uh, roll me... A vigilance check against vigilance. Two. Okay, uh, success and a threat. Okay, so you did initially say you only strapped your blaster to your side, but right before you left, you went, "Hmm, maybe I should take a data pad." And so you also have a data pad. Okay, cool. Um, the problem is that it's not quite the right sort of data pad for the, <laughs> the one data port you found. So you're gonna have a black on your slicing attempt here. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see, computer locks. This is just going to be two. Okay, and a black. Uh, complete wash, because that's yeah. what I do. <laughs> uh, I pull out my blaster and just shoot the panel. <laughs> I'm going to flip a light side point for this. <laughs> okay, so in all of your frustration... Come on! Uh, <laughs> the, the, the panel explodes in between the computer inputs you put in and all the skullduggery rewiring the Jinko attempted. The airlock just slides open. Like it has and, no more of the safety valves in place because of what Jinko was trying to do. And right. like <laughs> the uh, but the pressure force field is still on. So once you glide through that field, the gravity and, and atmosphere will be there. See? Easy. So Jinko is not listening. He's immediately crawling through. Uh, as soon as the gravity is restored, the weight of the suit slams him to the ground, and he's swearing again in Hatties as he's struggling to get himself out of um, it. I, I slide through, and I land gracefully on my feet. Um, and I start helping him up and like try to get him out of the suit. Right. So you do that, and you both get your, uh, you know, well, he gets his equipment off the edge of his suit. That was stupid. How are we going to close that on the way out? Why? Never mind. Are they going to tell on us? 
You know what? Never mind. I don't want to go back that way anyway. <laughs> Besides, how would we get the astromech droid across? <laughs> oh, good point. That is an excellent point. See? Absolutely no reason at all for keep, us to go back that way. Keep your voice down. Sorry. I'm not good at volume control. So, you're in the stock room, and as the sign says, protocols and parts, most of this is parts back here. It's very neatly organized and labeled. Most of it's protocol droid parts. Um, and you make your way toward the front of the storeroom, and you can see that the Goatol and the security droids are just standing at the threshold of the shop. Keep an eye out for any would-be looters. Um, and I get distracted along the way repeatedly um, with all the, the shells of perfectly organized parts. Um, every so often I stop and like look into a box. What are you doing? I don't know. Curious. What? Don't you ever get curious? Not while I am trying to steal something that's worth 8,000 credits. Um, 10,000. So the two of you, well, you will stay here. I'll get the droid. All right, all right. I won't cramp your style. Okay, so cool. He's just going to let him go. And so Jinko's stealth is a yellow and a green. Success! (sighs) He flutters his way over to the droid. Um, We'll make a very simple mechanics check. No, in fact, you don't even have to do that. He just pulls off the... Takes one of his tools and pulls off the uh, restraining Isn't there an actual role in the book for that? For restraining No, there is there is not. Um, there's a role for... Oh, for overcoming it. Yeah, overcoming a restraining. Right. I double-checked all the restraining bolt rules. (laughs) And the droid lights up. Uh, Tell me the name of the droid, please. Um, The droid's primary designation is C1B1. Um, also known as Kobe um, later and, on, but I believe his designation is just C1B1. And just as a note for the listener, this is actually a recurring character for us. We played another campaign with Kobe in it, and uh, so he's like our R2-D2. He's always hanging around. Yes, and has also never had his memory wiped and has developed a lot of characteristics. So, as soon as the restraining bolt pops off, Kobe powers up. Droid. Kobe immediately goes over to one of the security droids and tries to reprogram it. What? <laughs> what? Okay. Okay, what do you want to do to reprogram? Like, what are you attempting to do? Um, he's going to have it attack the other one. Okay, that has to be... Hmm... Hard. That's what, three? Computer yeah. roll, right? Success yeah. and two advantages. So, narratively, tell me how Kobe died. Um, he immediately peels up like he's stomping his feet. Um, like, out of with in- indignation. Um, pops out his arc welder and just zots the spot where he knows the panel is on it. And it just falls to the floor. And before anyone can really react, he just starts tweaking it. And when the battle, the other battle droid turns, um, the first one starts to fight it. Okay, so before, so he zots it over, it falls down, and he's starting to reprogram it. And uh, Jinko is just going, we got to get out of here, this droid's insane! <laughs> uh, and then the, the security droid does raise up, and... Two blasters pop out of its wrists and just starts opening fire at the other security droid. 
the loyal security droid gets hit a few times. It pops open its blasters and immediately starts returning fire. <laughs> the Gotal lets out a high-pitched screech and then just runs out of his shot. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, so at, at this point, Click is going to start running at full speed. Um, and the uh, and Kobe is going to start following him. Um, and I'm sure that uh, Jinko is going to try to keep up. Yeah, Jinko is flying along next to Kobe. Listen, I freed you. You owe me. Wah, wah. Uh, just, just follow us quickly. Wah, wah. Um, so the middle wheel pops up and he starts um, just screeching across the floor. <laughs> and the, so the three of you rush out. The droids are blasting at each other. Uh, roll me a stealth with a black against um who uh, well you can either you can do it as a group or you can do each one if you want um we'll do a team roll okay so uh jinko stealth is a yellow and a green um clicks is at four greens so that turns into three green and a yellow right and kobe has no ranks in stealth okay fine so it's a yellow and three greens against three purple okay and a black Uh, okay We'll Wasn't there something that you said that if someone doesn't have ranks and they support, they get a blue? Oh, you're right. So add a blue, add a black. Reroll. Okay. Uh, complete wash. What? <laughs> so, jeez. Uh, the Gotal spots you. Hey, what are you doing with my droid? It's not yours. Someone else paid for it already. <laughs> Technically, we are stealing it from him. <laughs> yeah. You already said you got the money. Uh, and he doesn't do anything to chase you <laughs> off. He, Russia is in back to the shop, mostly to try to stop his security droids from blasting each other in the rains. <laughs> and you make it to the turbo lift and head back down toward the ship section, I assume. Yeah. Um, when we get into the turbo lift, um, Kobe starts playing with the, the control panel to make it go faster. I'm starting to see why this droid had a restraining hold. And it starts skipping like the uh, the floors they don't want to go to. Right. And you are back in docking bay. Five. Um, Kobe takes the lead as they walk out of the uh, out of the uh, turbo lift. Okay, so um, hey, this way. This is our ship over here. Aww. Kobe looks sad um, and starts moving a lot slower than before. Uh, <laughs> You owe us, droid. Wah, 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 we wah, saved wah. your life. Um, he's still going in that direction, but now he just seems, like, disappointed. <laughs> Why is everyone so down on the ship today? Well, you have to admit, you guys don't give us any warning before we get to see the ship. <laughs> what kind of warning would I give you? It is an armored freighter. How much more do you want? Um, it's half of an armored freighter. <laughs> The external parts there, but nothing inside. No freight, just, no armor. Heck, it's I don't even know why, why we computer. call it an armored freighter. It's just one Nava computer that is missing. That is all. That's it. That's it. I promise. <laughs> uh, roll, <laughs> roll perception against um, a yellow and a, uh, a purple and a red. Is perception the only thing that can roll against that? Oh, no. Actually, it's discipline. I'm sorry. Okay. I got confused. Okay. So, discipline against... You said what? Uh, purple and a red. Purple and a red. Okay. Two against that. Uh, fail. Uh, yep. Fine. He seems... <laughs> <laughs> you get back on the ship. Well, you guys made it. 
Where's the environmental scene? What do you mean? It's right here. The other one. Uh, uh, we only had the one. <laughs> oh, the captain's really going to kill me for this. Uh, just don't mention it. Look. I wasn't going to. I'm just saying, you guys didn't even use them before. I don't think she takes stock of them. Right? Tazi is too busy inspecting uh, Kobe. Hmm. Um, and meanwhile, Kobe's inspecting her. <laughs> now, uh, a bit of backstory. or Has that part of the story happened to him yet? Which? Where he oh, was um, enslaved by Jolly. No. I'm going to say no. Okay, so he, he doesn't care then. Or he's just nope. interested. Hmm. It says here his designation is C1B1. Is that right? Well, well. Okay, C1B1. You can act as a navigator computer, can't you? Uh-huh. Um, he well, he wheels over to the cockpit and retracts all of his legs, so he just looks like a lump. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and That's... and uh, Tazi, who has you know, Jawas tend to understand droids, even like on a subconscious level. Uh-huh. She knows she's that Koei's kind of making fun of the request of you can be a Navi computer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's my restraining bolts? Um, and he starts wheeling away cautiously um, towards uh, Jinko. What? What do you want me to do about it? I don't think he wants you to put a restraining bolt on him. He's a droid. He needs a restraining bolt. Hold on, I got one. Somewhere around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he pulls out his arc welder. <laughs> See? This is why they need restraining bolts. Um, He's not coming after you. I think he's just defending himself. Wait a minute. You have been extraordinarily specious against everybody, but you're going to defend a droid? Well, all I'm saying, look, see it from my perspective. When I was doing things you didn't like, you shocked me. Mm. (laughs) Speaking of which, can I see that vocoder? (laughs) The door opens up to the side. Leave Leave the restraining bolt off. I don't want the droid's... Uh, thought processes and calculation ability to be hindered by anything. Oh, hey there. Uh, sorry it took us so long. You know, fights breaking out on the ship and stuff. The drawl steps over to Kobe. Hmm. C1B1. Uh, he hides his, his arc welder. Um, he like retracts it guiltily as she walks up. <laughs> Like, he's a little f- afraid of her. <laughs> to be honest, when I work with droids, I prefer a bit more personal touch. Do you mind if I call oh. you... Hmm, Chibi... Kaibi... Kobe? Uh, he does a happy little twirl uh, when he, he hears Kobe. Um, not because he likes it, but because it's correct. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, very well, Kobe. Welcome to the crew. Uh, the droid gets welcomed on. I'm still on probation. <laughs> the droid doesn't talk back. Well, Tazi, your assessment? Well, we couldn't have gotten Kobe without Click. He was really helpful in that sense. Jinko? Uh, I must admit he was quite useful. Besides, we can always get a different pilot later. If we like I said, if you're not happy, next port we come across... That just leave me there. I just can't stay on Terminus. This place is a disaster. <laughs> Plus, I'm not 100% sure um, that Crud is dead, and he might be a little skeeved off at uh, for leaving. 
Well, I would very much like to leave. Previously, our only problems were the lack of pilot and the lack of navicomputer, but the situation has changed. The entire station is on lockdown. We can't get any of the docking bay doors open. Until this civil war, and she says it with a marked disdain, yeah. has completed itself, I'm afraid no one's getting off the station. It seems you'll have plenty more chances to prove yourself, Click. Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, sir? Captain? Captain Rayner is my name. Uh, yes, Captain. Don't worry. I got this. Do you now? I certainly hope. According to my intelligence, it seems that the... That Thrask and his men have holed up in cargo bay number seven. They seem to be conducting their operation from there. Whatever remains of the Ten Lost group is using the main station control center. And from what I've heard, they've fought each other to a standstill. Seems to be a bit of a stalemate. Suggestions? Well, from what I can see is that we just kind of pick a side and... We either pick a side and help that one win, or we try to skate by both of them without being seen and somehow get the ship unlocked. We just need one of them to help us unlock the docking bay. All that slicer activity is probably going to prevent us from opening it ourselves, but if that's, those slicers are that good, maybe they can open the door no matter or what. Or maybe we just find a really good slicer and get them to do it. It would seem to me that then, in my opinion, the Tenelos group is the better group to deal with. After all, they have the actual control center, not operating out of a docking bay. Yeah, and they didn't shoot at us. But then again, the Trandoshan group didn't shoot at us either. Plus, if ten- if Crud is alive, that might be harder for them to convince uh, to let us go. No, 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 no. I was there when Crud was interacting. No one cared about Crud. Believe me. And besides, I have no interest in helping a hut, no matter how obscure and how many degrees of separation there are. We will work with whoever we have to to get out of the situation. Well, I'm kind of with him, though. Let's see what Tenlas can do for you, huh? Very well. Tazi? I still think the huts are a better choice. Kirby? Um, He shrugs and goes back to his little... um, uh, Nava computer um, lump position. <laughs> uh, because at this point, he's convinced that they only want him to act as Nava computer. That's what they made it clear when they rescued him. He is not going to volunteer any slicing services unless someone asked if he can do right. it. Very well. Tazi, stay here with, with our new droid friend. Get him situated. Make sure that everything else on the ship is operating at its maximum capacity. I want to be able to get out of here as soon as possible. Yes, Captain. Jinko, click. We have someone to meet. Uh, aye, aye, Captain. The Edge of the Empire role-playing game is copyright Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Silhouette Zero is a production of the Ing Brothers. We'd love to hear from you, so contact us at silzeropodcast at gmail.com. That's S-I-L-Z-E-R-O. Or on Twitter at SillZeroChris. You can hear more episodes at SillZero.wordpress.com. All songs are performed by Tazi, and all sound effects are made by our mouths. If you don't believe us, then you're just a stuck-up, scruffy-looking nerf herder.